How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Welcome to Locked On Bucks. I'm Eric Name. Normally, I'm joined by Frank Madden, but today I have a very special guest with me. He's an actor director, comedian, NBA analyst on ESPN's The Jump. He does it all. He is Michael Rappaport. And this Friday, he will be at Turner Hall Ballroom in Milwaukee for I Am Rappaport, a stereo podcast live. And he'll have a very special guest of Latrell Sprewell. It should be an awesome event. And the cool thing is, He's been kind enough to give us a couple tickets to give away. So make sure you listen to the end of this podcast to find out how you can win those tickets. With all that being said, I'm very happy to welcome our special guest, Michael Rappaport. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I guess the big news is Latrell Sprewell is going to be your guest for the podcast. And I guess, do you want to try to explain what your Stereo Podcast Live tour is like? What... I guess, what should people expect when they come to the door? Well, it's going to be a little bit unique. We're having uh, Latrell Sprewell here. Um, he'll be the first time we had a guest uh, doing the live shows. Um, and basically, it's going to be a live conversation with, uh, with, with Latrell. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a tremendous fan of his. Um, you know, ever since he was in Golden State, I thought he, he played with such a ferocity and tenacity. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously when he was with the Knicks, you know, he was a standout and I, um, I always thought he was really great with the press and, and, and I think he handled himself really good. And I think he's one of the most iconic, uh, players to, to, to play in the NBA. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's going to be focused on him, but we'll do some, uh, you know, some current event stuff and, and get the crowd warmed up and, and you know, and I'll take some questions and, and, and all that sort of thing. And then we'll, we'll jump into it with Latrell. I, I think uh, the, the fans are going to be excited to hear from him. I think, you know, there's a curiosity about him. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, I think it'll be, it'll be great for to talk to him in his hometown. I think it should be a, a really fun night. And, you know, it's, it's a lighthearted event. You know, it's, it, it's like a live comedy show, basically. You know, we, we're, we're going to have fun. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, people will be will be comfortable and off work and, and, and ready to relax. It's been a hot week across the country. I heard the weather's been hot out there also. So it, it, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting the people in Milwaukee uh, for the live Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast event with uh, Latrell Sprewell on the 29th. So Latrell really doesn't hasn't done a lot of media since retiring, and uh, I know obviously this isn't going to be a hard hitting interview, but like you said, he's he's a fascinating guy. W- what do you think you guys can get into? What will you guys talk about? Because really, you could go in in a million different directions because he's done so much in his career. Man, you know I, I I'm not sure. I'm trying to get into the most interesting and 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 detailed stuff you know about his career you know if you played in the nba for for that many years you know just the the, the, the i find that the smaller the stories are the more interesting they are you know the the you know the he played with so many players <clears throat> you know on so uh, you know on a few different teams but he played you know iconic timberwolves team 
obviously, you know, he was part of the Knicks teams when we last, uh, were, you know, one of the last teams that were, was doing well. And his days in Golden State, you know, so I think he's come across so many different players. Um, and, you know, and it just he's just an icon, you know. So there, there's, there, I, I don't have it planned out. You know, I don't have a set agenda. Um, I, I, you know, we'll see. I think it should be a lot of fun. I think it should be interesting, and and I think it should be uh, you know exciting for the people. And I think it's you know, and, and like I said, you know, before we we get into it with the troll, you know, we'll, you know, I'll be up there doing my thing, talking talking my smack, and and uh, you know, and and we'll we'll, we'll get everybody into a, a fever a feverish frenzy before we start the show. Talking with Michael Rappaport, he'll be in Milwaukee this Friday, July 29th at Turner Hall Ballroom. If you want tickets, you can get those at IamRappaportTour.com. Did I get that correct, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So I guess you're kind of turned into an NBA analyst star over here with all of your appearances on the jump. So I feel like yep. this, this is locked on bucks. We're talking NBA that we should get do it. We should get into some NBA <clears throat> topics. So... I guess For sure. I mean, I like the Bucks. First of all, let me just let you know, I like the Bucks. I uh, I was frustrated with them last year, but I feel like this year, you know, they they have more pieces, and I think uh, I think you guys are in a good position. Uh, I like this rookie Thawne Maker. Obviously, I like uh, you know the Greek, and uh, you know Jabari's good, and, and I mean, you guys have a nice team, so I'm expecting you guys to bounce back and, and definitely make your way into the playoffs. So now, if it means. If it means bumping the bucks that my Knicks could find a way into the playoffs, <laughs> you know, then, then that's going to have to be done. But I am rooting for the Bucks. I'm a big Jason Kidd fan. I loved him as a player. I know him a little bit. So it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to see uh, to see what you guys do uh, it, when the season starts in a few months. I wanted to ask about that a little bit. You got Jay Kidd in his final season in the league, so you got to have him there in New York. What was it like cheering on Jason Kidd? And I guess kind of what do you generally think of him? I mean, I think he's one of the, the, the great point guards in the history of the league. Um, you know, he's a leader. You know, he's very well respected. Um, you know, had a you know a very very great career. You know, strong run with the Nets, obviously. Um, you know, moved around a little bit, um, and I think he's one of the more fascinating. Uh, you know, had one of the more fascinating careers. Uh, I, but I think he's a great basketball mind. I think he's tough. He obviously knows the game. And I think he's doing a good job out in Milwaukee. I mean, I was sorry to see him leave uh, Brooklyn. I'm not even still quite sure about why, what, why, what happened, but I think, uh, you know, it's good for him uh, and good for the Bucks. You know, I know the, the Bucks have a long history. I always love, uh, you know, the Sidney Moncrief days. And, and uh, you know, I, I know what's going on with the Bucks. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. It's the Bucks here in Milwaukee, we got Giannis. You guys have... Porzingis. So, yes. compare and contrast those two a little bit. Who, whose guy is better? Do the Bucks have a better one with Giannis? I would say most Bucks fans would think so, but Porzingis was pretty nice last year. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say who's better. I mean, I think that they're both young players. I feel like, you know, obviously Giannis is a little older. Porzingis is, you know, I think he's 20 still. So, um, you know, I, I obviously I think they're both good, young, very, very, they, I would love them in an arm uh, a, a arm reach competition. They both have <laughs> tremendously long arms. I both think they they have a tremendous uh, ceiling and an upside. Um, so I, I think they're they're both good, uh, and I think I think they're both uh, they're sort of the new new breed of, of foreign players. 
You know, these guys are coming into the league that they're not scared, they're not timid, they're not overwhelmed by the NBA and everything it brings. Um, and and obviously Porzingis is, you know, he did he did well last year. I think uh, you know he's going to continue to do to do well for the Knicks. And then uh, you know we we you know per Derrick Rose, you know we're, we're we're one of the super teams. It's it's Golden State, Cleveland, and uh, the Knicks. Uh, but so I think uh, you know, it, you know, I think I think we're 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 in a position to improve. Thank goodness, um, and uh, you know, I'm happy about that. I I mean, you're not one to hold back opinions, so I got to ask: Super team is is that really? Are, are they really a super team? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who Derek Rose said he heard that from. <laughs> Listen, I don't, we're not a super team. We're, we're, we're a team that was fractured uh, terribly. And now we have some some hope. So, assuming everybody could stay healthy, and that's a big assumption, but if everybody could stay healthy, you know, the, the, the Knicks are going to be strong. Obviously, the East is, is weaker than the West. So, you know, there's there's a lot of room for, for, for people to, uh, you know, do do something in the playoffs. Um, but, but the reality of it is, is no, we're not a super team. Um, uh, and uh, I don't even know where that where that might have come from. But, you know, I'm, I'm definitely feeling a lot better. I love Noah. <laughs> I think he brings a lot of vocal leadership. I think Carmelo isn't, uh, you know, the sort of vocal leader that everybody wants him to be, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think he's more of a laid-back dude. Um, I think that, you know, he, he's going to continue to do he, his thing. I think Brandon Jennings is a smart pickup for a uh, backup point guard. I think uh, Corey, uh, it, you know, is, is, is a good... Uh, you know, uh, two. I, I think we're, we're, you know, and I, and I, and, I, and these guys that we don't know of, uh, Willie or uh, Hernan Gomez and this other guy, I can't even try to pronounce the name. Porzingis. <laughs> but if they're any any good, bit as good as, as Porzingis was, you know, who knows? I mean, these, these they're both two tall, young, big guys. So if if Phil Jackson, you know, becomes three for three with these four these foreign guys that no one ever heard of that you only seen through surveillance video. Ooh, you know, who knows what, it, what, what we're going to do next year. But if everybody can stay healthy, I think we'll be in, we'll, we'll be in good shape. Chatting with Michael Rappaport here on Lockdown Bucks. <laughs> and you can find him all over the place. You can find him on Twitter. You can find him on Facebook. You can go to IamRappaport.com to hear all of his stereo podcasts. This Friday, the Stereo Podcast Live Edition at Turner Hall Ballroom. You can buy tickets for that. That's Friday at 7 p.m. Doors open there. So I guess one other thing I wanted to kind of touch on before we got done was you directed that just fantastic documentary when the Garden was Eden, and that's that that Knicks team is just a team everyone talks about. It, no matter what, it's everyone waxes poetic about that Knicks team. Do you think their lingering shadow makes it more difficult? for some of the guys now, like when when D Rose comes to town, when Noah comes to town, that they gotta be thinking, man, all these Knicks fans just just dream of the glory days with with that Knicks team. Do you think that kind of holds some people back or maybe makes them have too high of expectations for their Knicks team? Listen, the expectations are, are, are not too high. This is New York and, and, and I know basketball is loved all over the world and every every team that has their passion to fans, but you know it's called the city's game, and, and if you spend any time in New York, you know, you, you can't walk a mile in any direction, especially in Manhattan, where the Madison Square Garden is, and you can't walk a mile in any direction and not come across the basketball court. It's part of the aesthetic and architecture of New York City. 
So I don't think they should feel intimidated by the olden days. People are going to continue to refer to, to those days uh, and Dave DeBusher and, and Willis and Clyde and, and, and the rest of the guys until there's another championship. And, 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 and the fans, we have a right to do that. Um, you know, we have a right to have high expectations. You know, this is New York City, and no disrespect to, to any other city, but, you know, you know, we, we expect to win a championship. You know, and every, every city should, should want their team and should have those expectations, um, including the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, you guys have been banging away for years. You've had, you know, good runs. And, and, you know, it gets frustrating year after year, you know, like, we're like, rebuild this and rebuild that. It's like, come on, man. You know, like, why can't we? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I mean, you you think about the Bucks; it's kind of the same way where they had that championship with uh, Kareem and Oscar Robertson. So, uh, very similar there. I guess before we had out, the last Knicks team that was kind of close to a championship was the one that featured Latrell Sprewell, who you'll be sharing the stage with at Turner Hall on Friday. Was Spree one of your guys when he was with the Knicks? Was that a guy that you thought, of course. Th- this is of course. my guy, I mean, this is I want, a guy I want to see the Knicks go to war with every night? Of course, of course. I mean, he, he, he was there. I mean, he, you know, the thing about Latrell is that he played so hard every single game, and, and, and despite, you know, the, 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 the shortcomings of that team, you know, New York, at the end of the day, you're going to be beloved. It's like John Starks, you know, it's like, he wasn't the best at anything, you know. He wasn't, but 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 he was one of the best ever at playing hard. You know, he he, he shot us in the games and he shot us out of games. But when he walks into Madison Square Garden, everybody's excited to see him because he's a true a true neck and a true. Uh, you know, he played his butt off. Similar with three. Um, you know, these are guys that like you know might not have been you know the best this, the best that. You know, as far as like skill. Uh, but you, you can't put a, a there's no there's no tag there's no analytics on on tenacity uh, and playing hard uh, and Latrell you know you see the influence of of his game I mean he Al Iverson talked publicly about him being his favorite player uh, you know Russell Westbrook you know that sort that sort of tenacity that that Latrell Sprewell played with you see the influence in, in, in a few guys but it, what he did is not something that anybody could just choose to duplicate it has less to do with who he was as a player and more to do with who he is as a person. And that's why I'm so excited to talk to him. Well, I think everyone will be looking forward to it. Uh, again, it's at Turner Hall, Friday, July 29th. Tickets can be found at IamRappaportTour.com. And anything else you want to say? I, I, I'll i give you the floor if you want to. That's it, man. You know, I'm looking forward to coming out to Milwaukee. Um, hopefully you, you can make it out there. Are you going to come? Yeah, man, I'm going to try this Friday. Come on, man. It's Friday night, man. You, you, you got to mean... let your hair down. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good night. So hopefully you could come, and, and hopefully the, the people come out. There's a, there's a few seats left, and, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, to being in Milwaukee Friday night. So, so that's it, man. I, uh, hopefully you know, it won't be too hot. I heard the weather's been rough out there, but I heard it cools off in the evening, and I'm looking forward to it. That's it. Sounds good. We look forward to it. Thanks, Michael. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for having me, boy. Appreciate it. Again, a big thank you to Michael Rappaport for hopping on the show with us, and we really appreciate him coming by, and we also appreciate how generous he is being as he's going to give us two pairs of tickets to give away to you, our listeners, and to get those tickets, it's pretty simple. We're going to give away one of those pairs on Twitter. 
All you have to do is follow at Brew Hoop. Again, that's at Brew Hoop. You can find those ticket giveaways there. And then on Facebook, just go to brewhoop.com. Check out brewhoop.com. Like the page. That'll give you all the updates we give you here on brewhoop.com. Also here at Lockdown Bucks. So all you have to do, Twitter, Facebook, that is where the ticket giveaways will be. And we'll have more directions for you there. So it's, it's very simple. All you got to do is check it out. Thanks again for listening, and hopefully you'll be the lucky ones that go away with a pair of tickets to Michael Rappaport at Turner Hall Ballroom this Friday.